Listen, motherfuckers, it's Pop Chaos. We're not going to introduce ourselves because we'll keep fucking it up. All right, go. Okay, yes. Okay. We're here to talk about the pre-order problem. It's a big one. Yeah. When to, when exclusives go up and they sell out in less than 10 seconds, that's a huge problem. Well, the problem it, there's it, the problem is twofold, really. you got the problem with... Too many exclusives. Yeah. And then everything is going up for pre-order, which, you know, pre-orders are fine, but... Not like when you, there's bots scalping them. Right. Like you said, it's it's like 10 seconds. I mean, like the, 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 the Star Wars Black Series on Walmart. Yeah. Dude, they went... They were gone in like what? No time. No time at all. What, they put them up again and they were gone in, in less than... Well, what makes it even worse minutes. than that is, you know, they say, okay, they're going to be available for pre-order at, what, 11 o'clock? Yeah. And, and they were up at, like, 9? Yeah, they went up at 9. They were up at 9. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they were supposed to be up... No, they were up at... They were supposed to go up at 9. They were up before that. Okay. Well, yeah. either, either way, it was it was a clusterfuck. Yeah, and then when you get to the G.I. Joe shit, you're talking about too many exclusives. There is... Okay, for regular release, mm -hmm. there's Snake Eyes. Right. There's Destro. Yep. Duke. Yep. Roadblock and Scarlet. Yeah. Okay. Exclusives: Snake Eyes. Yep. Cobra Commander. Yep. Cobra Commander. Another Cobra San Diego Commander. Cobra Commander. Regal Edition Cobra Commander. That's three. Beachhead. Another Roadblock. You've got. And those are Target. Yeah, these yeah, are Target. So. You've got the Baroness and a Cobra Soldier, and if, if Pimp Daddy Destro or Profit Director Destro, whichever one you want to call him, it turns out to be an exclusive, that's eight. That's eight in the line out, and it, it, the, the, well, there's Cobra Commander coming out, right. so that's six. You've got Gung Ho, that's seven, and Red Ninja's eight. Eight retail. Eight exclusives. Well, That's ridiculous. It is. It is exclusive. It is ridiculous. I was going to say I don't know that the uh, the Destro is going to be exclusive though, because I mean we've seen it on Pulse, we've seen it on BBTS. Well, I've heard it's fan channel. Okay. okay. Like um, like General Grievous and gotcha. all those. So I mean, yeah, we could count that as exclusive, but the, the deal is, I mean, the line is only one wave deep. Yeah. They've only got one wave out. And well, okay. There, there's five figures in the wave. There's Deluxe Snake Eyes and the four from Target, so there's still five exclusives hitting yep. or have hit. It's it's like I said the other day when we were talking about doing this podcast, is, is like the waves are, or the, the, the line is becoming just exclusives. I mean, well, you know, Toys R Us went under a few years ago here in the States, so now the only place is really brick and mortar stores to get figures is Walmart or Target. Yeah, and then you've got like the... the I guess you could call them oddball. Specialty yeah, places specialty like GameStop. Places like GameStop, Best Buy has them. Yeah. Um, mean, uh, GameStop has shit tons of, uh, when it comes to Black Series, holy shit. Well, I mean, even GameStop is doing fucking figure exclusives now. I mean, that's... Well, uh, well, the, the gaming greats for, right. for Black Series. Like Revan. There's already, and, there's already, let's see, there's Revan. The heavy weapons, or uh, whatever, heavy arms. Uh, the Mandalorian? No, uh, no, Battle Droid. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's the Shadow Stormtrooper. There's the Stormtrooper Commander. Now there's a Jango Fett coming out. Well, let's not even get into the heavy arms Mandalorian debacle that was at Best Buy last year. I mean, that oh, was... Jesus. I mean, now BBTS is getting it, which is great for people that couldn't find it, which was most people, because Best Buy didn't get any. 
Yeah, they they sold out before they even hit the shelves. Yeah, and then they, it was almost what six months later that the the second that the uh, the um, replenishment wave, I guess you'd call yeah, it. Yeah, well, the, they got to, it got to go to the, through the fan channels, which I got mine. I'm happy as as can be that I've got mine. So, but I mean, and I'm happy other people have got a chance to get theirs. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I mean. There's you got sites like eBay, Mercari, Amazon, even Walmart that's got I Walmart's mean, bad about scalping their own shit. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, Mercari and and uh, uh, eBay are are they were created third party, I guess you would say, you know, because it's it's individuals posting shit for sale. But you know, Walmart and Target, you know, and Amazon, um, you know, they they they're they're their own brand, but they have scalpers on their sites selling stuff, which amuses me because you remember this about 10, 15 years ago, Walmart and Target had a policy of, oh, you want to buy this figure? Guess what? You're only getting one. Yeah. Or you're I only getting that. two. They would limit it to, to one or two per person. Right. And which really sucked because if you went in to get five different figures, they'd limit you to two. Yeah. So if you know, there was a Marvel Legends build a wave, you know, build a figure wave, you were fucked. You just couldn't get it. Yeah, they eventually changed the policy to where you could actually buy the set, which right. was good. But it, did, it didn't prevent cherry picking or people doing what... And it, this continues in certain areas to this day, where somebody will go in and buy one fucking figure from the, the Build-A-Figure set, so it's fucked you if you want to buy the... If you want to build the figure, you're up, you're up shit creek without a paddle. Well, and it's not just Build-A-Figure build a, a ways. I mean, think about this, the retro, man, uh, the retro Boba Fett. Oh my god! Never seen one. I'm I, glad you got one. I, I I found five cases, five cases at a Walmart, and they were opened, and only the Boba Fett and the Yoda were taken. The rest of them were piled up on the shelf haphazardly. And then people complain, "Oh, my Walmart doesn't get anything. Look at all this stuff that's peg warming." Don't blame collectors. We're not the problem. The problem is not Hasbro either. Hasbro, well, I mean Hasbro has some fault in it because they're short packing stuff. Like they've always done this. This has been Well, a- with the retros, they were one a, one a piece per case. So, well, okay. so if you bought a set, you got a full uh, if you bought a case, you bought a full set. Right, fair enough. But it's these it's these assholes that go in like you said that are cherry picking and you know it's like, "Oh, you know, I'm going to not buy one Boba Fett or two Boba Fetts. I'm going to buy all five of them." Because- and they were going for 40 and 50 bucks. I don't know yeah. how much they go for now. I mean, that's that's like the Seeker 2-pack. I had to fucking pay out the ass for that because Target around here is not going to get it. Or the Walmart Black Widow in the gray outfit. Yep. I, I never saw this thing. It hasn't hit this area. I don't know if it will. It's, it's $30, $40. And now there's a, a, a Walgreens exclusive Moon Knight figure that I want. That's already being wiped out by scalpers. Yeah, we need to go check that on the way back, by the way. Uh, no, yeah, I, I really, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, it, we're, it, you can complain about it and complain about it, but it's not going to stop people. They're going to, I mean, the collecting community has got this mentality these days of what's it worth? You know, yeah. Is this figure worth anything? I see Facebook posts, hey, I picked this up. Uh, is it worth anything? Is there any value here? Any value here? Yeah, come on, guys. Help me out. I mean, full disclosure here. I can't, I'm not going to speak for you. That's You have your own voice on here. But when it comes to collecting, I collect because I love what I collect. Exactly. I don't, I don't go 
to a store or get on BBTS and think, hmm, let's see, this, this Transformer or this Star Wars figure in five years from now, I'm going to be able to, you know, make, buy a new car because I sell it. No, I'm like, oh, wow, that, that, that figure looks cool. I want that. I mean, I've I've got some. We both got in the package stuff. Yeah, I've got a bunch of in the package Star Wars, a bunch of in the package GI Joe, and various other figures. Sometimes I buy a figure and it just I think it just looks cooler in the package, and I don't want to open it. I do that. I'm guilty of that. Bad with my Black Series Star Wars figures, and it started out because I wasn't going to get many. I was just like, oh, I like this Obi Wan. It looks cool, and it looks cool hanging on the wall. I'm gonna leave him in the box. And then I started buying more because the Black Series figures are cool. And it just got to the point where it's like, oh, shit, I don't have room for them. So I'm just going to leave them in the box and tack them on the wall. You know, and now I've got a couple that are open. I'm like, now I want to start opening all of them, but I don't have place to put them. Well, I've got some that they're duplicates. The only one that I I have that's not really that I could open and put on the shelf. That I can open and put on the shelf and justify it. Is I've got a uh, Force Awakens 3PO with a dark arm. Right. And the, the one I've got open has the light arm, but I just really didn't feel the need to have two 3PO's just with different colored arms on the shelf. I mean, eventually I may decide, I may change my mind and decide, oh, I really want to open that. But he was five bucks, so. Yeah, I mean, but the scalping thing, I mean, you, okay, let, let's let's clarify. We I, I think there's a difference between a reseller and a scalper. And I'll be honest, I've got a friend that runs a shop, and he gets his stuff. Yeah, sometimes he gets it from the store. Sometimes he gets it from somebody who's a reseller. Uh, I'm not talking about somebody who has a store. That's fine. He most of the time he gets his stuff from uh, a, a uh, retailer or, or distributor like Big Bad Toy Store, or use he uses Entertainment Earth. But a reseller usually is someone who picks something up and sells it for a little bit extra, just to either make some money or um, pay for their own figures. Exactly. I mean, like, I can understand somebody picking something up and throwing it on a website, you know, and being like, okay, you know, I went to the trouble to get this. You know, if it's a $20 figure, maybe charge 10 15 bucks, you know, over price, you know, to, to pay for your gas and your time that's fine i don't have a problem with this but when you you are the, intentionally going out and finding these figures that you're like oh it's rare it's rare people really want this one you know and you go home and you throw it on mercari or ebay or amazon for like 150 dollars when it's a, a 20 dollar figure you're an asshole. Well, like the Cobra Troopers, like the Target exclusives. Yeah. They're going up on eBay. They were going up on eBay when they were pre-order. Now they're hitting the stores for $120 to $170. That's being a son of a bitch right there. It is. I mean, and you can say, oh, well, I'm going to you know, make my money off of it. Yeah, that's that's fine. But you don't have to gouge people. No. You're, you're just playing off of people's nostalgia and, and their 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 desire to have these figures in their collection you, you know what you're doing oh we got a little message no i'm not going to update my computer right now so but um I, that, that's what i think about that I, I i just i think scalpers are 
they're not going in away any away any anytime soon. And that's if anything, part. it's gotten worse. It's gotten a lot worse. It's gotten a lot. I mean, I've been collecting since 1988. We've been collecting both since at least the 90s. Yeah, and we've seen scalpers go from being a nuisance to literally going to from store to store to store, buying up everything that they can find. Uh, and the world got a taste of this during the COVID scare. When uh, people were buying up face masks and hand sanitizer and soap and toilet paper and trying to sell it for eighty dollars a pack, exactly. I mean, welcome to scalping. That's yeah, what that's, a scalper does. That's exactly. And just because it's our fandom, you know, and it's not toilet paper or hand sanitizer, that doesn't mean anything. That just means that that's not a world problem. That's a uh, a collector problem. That's a that's a fandom problem. But my point in that is it is a problem. It's a problem for us and our fandom and our hobby. And we need to band together to try to stop this. If you know people that are scalping, fucking smack them in the face, man. Yeah. Well, uh, one thing that could be done is Target, Walmart, all these websites that do pre-orders for their exclusives could limit the damn things. They don't limit. Pulse doesn't limit. Walmart doesn't limit, Target doesn't limit, and then when they do limit, they need what they need to do is they need to limit what can be done per household, not per person. Right. Because people are getting on there and getting uh, Uncle Billy Bob and Aunt Janine and uh, half a dozen other relatives to get on there and, and pound their meaty little paws on the, the uh, keyboards and get and uh, buy everything out so they can take it and put it on eBay and sell it for. For 150 to 200 percent profit. Well, the problem also is, is you can't you can't eliminate it on the websites by doing it per account. Because I mean, I could sit here right now and make a second, a third, a fourth, and a fifth Hasbro Pulse account. And when they put up something for pre-order, eh, I've got five accounts. All I got to do is log in five times. Well, at least Pulse has done something to try to combat the bots. They have, but it's still not that great of a, a, a precautionary measure. I mean, it, it's, it's a captcha, you know, you just click, you just click a button and you're in. I mean, it's, it's, it is, I, I applaud them for trying, but I mean, Hasbro knows how this stuff goes. You would think that they would have better, uh, something better in place to keep scalpers from beating collectors out of what they want. Like I said, limit it like or like you said, limit it to a household. But then you still got the problem of okay, um, Uncle Billy Bob throws in his address and gets it sent to his house. Yeah, so there's, there's really no way to stop it. There's no easy answers. And I'll tell you, I don't know about you, but I'm nervous as hell about the the, the San Diego exclusives coming up in September. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to fight to get. I'm going for the Cobra Commander first, but I want the indoor set. From uh, from Black Series, and I know you want the Transformers. Yeah, and the and the problem this year, the big problem is, while not everybody, a lot of people are still furloughed and not working because of COVID, which means a lot more people are online. So you know, usually getting San Diego exclusives is it's a chore, but it's not impossible. Oh, last year it was. Well, I mean, I mean, I tried to get the Boba Fett and the uh, the Sith Trooper, right? From San, from uh, Pulse, they sold out in ten seconds. Well, I mean, thanks I, to the bots, right? Right, but I'm saying as a I'm general hoping the rule, price, right? I'm hoping the price on the the box sets that we want, yeah, are so expensive it prohibits people from from buying, buying multiples. Them out. 
as fast as the twenty nine ninety nine ones will. I'm thinking, I, if I was going to guess, I would say that the uh, Quintesson five pack is probably going to be about seven sixty or seventy, maybe eighty. I think it's uh, I think it's eighty something like that. Well, here's there's another pot. There's another thing though that may play in our favor, and play and play in the favor of the collectors mar- uh, collectors market or the collectors pockets, um, or however you want to say it. San Diego's not happening. So that stock is going to be diverted over to the Pulse. Right, but then that goes into what I was saying, that there's going to be more people online. So bandwidth is going to get used. The, the website's going to get flooded. There's going to be slowdowns because there's going to be a lot of people on there trying to get this shit. And then more people just means more people are buying. That's what I'm concerned about as far as the exclusives this year. Yeah, and I'm even willing to go on a secondary site like Big Bad Toy Store and, and buy them if, if I have to. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I have had no problem buying from Hasbro Pulse. I like them. But I've been dealing with BBTS for oh, we've both like been 20 dealing. years yeah. easy. You know, I've, since since, I, since we've known each exactly. other. Exactly. I mean, so 20 years or so of BBTS, I've been dealing with them or we've been dealing with them. Um, I haven't had a problem out of them. I would just as soon order from them as anybody else. Oh no, no, I've never had a, I've never had a problem with them at all. Uh, as a matter of fact, the only thing that I could even consider a problem, air quotes, is the um, the pre order I've got for the carbonized Boba Fett has been pushed back. Right, it hasn't come in yet, but that's more of a distribution problem from the, from their suppliers. It's not necessarily a problem from them. Absolutely, everybody's having problems because, um, from what I understand, there's a there's a log jam going on in customs. Doesn't surprise me. I mean, we, you got to think we as a country we're still pretty much on freaking lockdown. So and people are ordering more and more hell. I got a package about a month ago, a month or two ago, and it um, it came late. It said it was delivered. I went to the post office. I'm like, I think somebody stole this. No, we they actually had four. And I, I live in a small town. They had four thousand packages come in to that town. So they had a double shift of uh, postal employees that were coming in on their routes and then going out and delivering packages. So that told me right there. This is what they're saying. Somebody said, "Welcome to an a uh, online order uh, heavy world." Yeah, that that happened to me when I ordered a package from Amazon. It, it was supposed to have been here like that Friday, didn't show up till Monday. Yeah, you know. So I mean, that's just that's just the way things are going. You know, and, and these people are like, "Oh, brick and mortar stores need to be shut down. We need to just go all online shopping." You're getting a taste of what that would be like. I mean, obviously they would hire more postal workers if that ever happened, but it's still, it would be a cluster, at least for the first year. It would tax the system tremendously. It would. would. It's not designed for heavy package delivery. The postal service is mainly designed for small packages and letters. Right. Especially in this day and age. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, let's see. What else can we discuss here? We've we've talked about scalpers a little bit and uh, the exclusives. I I still think that the, the exclusives are coming out way too fast for every line. It's not just G.I. Joe. It's not just Transformers. There's, there's too many. That's what Transformers has a full line at Walmart. Dude, well, there's the full line at Walmart, you know, the, the, the Netflix stuff. But then you got the Selects line at Hasbro Pulse and BBTS. I mean, that's two exclusive lines going on at the same time. And that's full lines. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, you're not going to go in Target and find the Netflix stuff. You're not going to go in Target or Walmart and find the select stuff. It, they're exclusive lines. It's crazy. It is. And it's not like it used to be, like we've talked about this, where it's like, oh, you know, we'll get, well, this is just going into regular waves. You know, a wave of something will come out, you know, in January. And then we might get the next wave in like April March or, or April, something like that. No, it's literally like, here's your wave. Next week, here's some more. Next week, here's some more. Next week, here's some more. And unless you have tons of money handy, it's hard to keep up. And then you're having to fight the scalpers and other collectors. Exactly. And then, like you said, if you don't have that money on hand to get this stuff when it comes out, you're going to have to go you know, another means to get it after it's off the shelves and you're playing right into the scalpers again. You're going to pay double or triple the prices. Exactly. And that's that's just crazy. So I mean this this is totally off topic, but I I want to I want to I want to say this. Uh, what do you what do you think of um, gun sheaths and and knife holsters? Oh my god! <laughs> okay, I'll address this. I want to address this. This is aimed at a couple of YouTubers that I'm not going to mention. You think you know your shit, but you don't. Okay, if you if you're going to review something. Learn about it, for Christ's sake. Learn about it. I mean, come on. The knife thing is a knife sheath or a sword scabbard, not a holster. Yeah, Guns yeah. go in holsters, knives go in sheaths. I, I had never heard this term before. I had never heard it before a certain reviewer used it, and then another <laughs> reviewer used it. And both of them were trying to sound like they knew what they were talking about. And both of them sounded like complete fucking idiots. I mean, I have never heard anybody say knife holster before in my life until I watched that video. And I was speechless. I was like, how can you not know what the word sheath means? I mean, that's just, I don't get it. But No, I, I don't get it either. But I, I've actually heard somebody use the word scabbard. To uh, knife scabbard, which I'll I'd let that pass. Yeah, that, that's fine. I mean that that that's fine. I mean you, yeah. I mean I would but, definitely let that pass. But knife holster. I just, yeah. I'm sorry. I just I found that funny. Um, well, let's move on to our, our uh, pop culture cinema. What have you watched lately? Shit. What have I watched lately? Uh, oh, I'm gonna get a lot of booze for this one. I recently went back and rewatched. Um, Rise of Skywalker. Ah. Uh, rewatched Mandalorian, which the Mandalorian's fantastic. I think everybody knows that. But as far as something new, I really haven't been watching anything new lately. I caught a movie I told you about right. that called Becky. Okay. Starring um, Kevin James and Joe McHale. Okay. And wow. I mean, I'm telling you, folks, I, I'm a big movie buff. We both are. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're big pop culture buffs, hence, hence this show. But I'm telling you, some of these independent movies or these smaller movies are fantastic. And Becky blew me away. Kevin James is a villain. Took me 15 minutes to figure out it was Kevin James. You know, King of Queens Kevin James. Comedian Kevin James. He wasn't a comedian in this movie, and it was his his performance was impressive. Yeah, I, I still have to check that movie out. I, I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. I hadn't even heard about it until you told me about it. I, I like to go on and, and by the way, just to plug a, an upcoming episode, we're going to have a entertainment on the cheap episode: how to entertain yourself for free. 
coming up. But uh, I love checking out the movies because I, I my wife works. I'm uh, I'm a, I'm disabled, so I've got some time on my hands. So I like to watch a movie or, or podcast, listen to podcasts. And so I've been checking movies out, especially the the movies that are are a little lesser known or more interesting. Um, I've got a few to to, uh, to recommend if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it. Um, one is the man who killed Hitler and the Bigfoot. With uh, Samuel, uh, shit, what is his name? Oh, cool motherfucker. Uh, Don't you hate it when that... Yes, I have a brain fart. I can see his face. Sam, um... Fuck. He was in Ghost Rider. I don't think his name was was Sam Fuck. He was in Mask. Um, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott, that's it. Yes, Sam Elliott. Starring Sam Elliott and it fantastic. Another one was VFW. I've heard of VFW, but I haven't. Again, I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. Oh, it's fantastic! These, I'm telling you, it, go out of your way to find some of these small movies, these independent films, the ones that aren't coming out from the big, uh, the big studios. You won't be sorry. Because you may find a clunker here and there, Velocipaster comes to mind, but um, you'll you'll definitely be even if even Velocipaster entertained the hell out of me. So my criteria is very simple: if I'm entertained, the movie works. Oh, I was gonna say. I mean, I'm, I'm a sucker for bad movies. I, I oh, love Lord. bad movies. I, I mean, collect them. I mean, you got Chopping Mall, which is an all-time favorite of ours. Oh God. Um, oh oh, I have got to. I, I Deadly Friend. We have got to get copies of Deadly Friend. I have a copy of Deadly Friend. I came. Actually. I found it at a pawn shop and missed out on it. Went back to get it and it was gone. I'll, I will get a copy of Deadly Friend. And, and I, I, I was going to say shameless plug here, but if you want to know how much we like bad movies, if you go back and watch, I think it was like our first episode, it was of, our Pop first Chaos, episode of Pop Chaos, the video dead. Those motherfuckers still owe us money. I'm telling you, they do because. Nobody knew what that movie was. Nobody knew about this movie. And we reviewed it, and we're a small channel, so I'm, I'm joking. I don't think we caused this to happen. But nobody knew what this movie was about until after we reviewed it. And after we reviewed it, it's like they start re-releasing it. It's getting a Blu-ray release and all this shit. I'm like, that's that's just ironic. That's just so funny. It was a fun movie, though. It really was. It was a low-budget comedy and I, I swear, I think they made it as a horror movie, and then it just became a comedy. Oh, Jaff. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, <laughs> if, if, you, if you're listening to this, and you, and you want to you wanna watch us be silly and goofy and, and rip on a movie for fun, not being serious, uh, go watch that. And if you like that, we may try to do something like that again in the future, because there's a lot of movies we want to do. Zombie 2 comes to mind. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we threatened to do that as our first ever episode, and we did. We found the video dead, and it was like, oh, no, 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 this is much better. Oh, yeah. We, it's kind of like Mystery Science, but not quite. Um, but I recommend our YouTube channel, Pop Chaos, on YouTube. Uh, you can Google us. We pop up. Um that's why we're called pop. We hadn't done that. No, we haven't. Um, okay, um, moving on to Pop Chaos Jukebox. What have you been listening to lately? Uh, again, I, I'm weird. I, I joke around at work and tell all the guys, you know, because I work at Best Buy and we all talk about music and stuff like that. 
And I always say, you know, you young guys don't know where I'm coming from. My playlist is dead people. <laughs> Everything on my playlist, 90% of it is dead people. I mean, even Metallica's on there. Cliff Burton, if you want to throw him in there. He was yeah. a Metallica. He's a dead guy. Uh, Kurt Cobain, dead. Chris Cornell, Scott Weiland, you know. Um, but I've been listening to a lot of Audio Slave lately. I've always loved Audio Slave. I quit listening to them. Uh, and I recently picked them back up again. And I've just been listening to them a lot. Tool. Been listening to a lot of Tool. Um, they have, they put out a new album recently. They did. They did. Um, so, um, yeah. That's, that's, that's mainly what I've been listening to a lot lately is Audio Slave, Soundgarden, and Tool. Um, I've been listening to my wife's playlist, actually, and um, I found out um, a really good cover of um, Zombie, but I can't re- I think it was Bad Wolves I did it. I can't remember who did it, it's, but it was a really good cover of Zombie. I, I, I never was into the Cranberries too much. I, 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 liked I wasn't them. either, but this song is, picture Zombie, but slower with a little bit of a metal taste to it. Okay, that might be enjoyable. Yeah, um, I've, been, I've been listening to that, and I've been listening to a lot of nerd rap. Uh, Word Burglars, Schaefer the Dark Lord, uh a lot of a lot of uh, geeks to geek crap. Some a little little bit extra. Sometimes more or less. Um, who else? Um, God, I can't remember. But well, I actually have a playlist on Spotify that's all nerd rap. But Schaefer the Dark Lord and and Word Burglar are my two favorites right now. Okay, yeah. I mean, so people out there, if you're looking for something new and interesting, yeah, check them out. I mean, I wasn't too creative with mine, I guess, because, you know, everybody knows who Audio Slave and Soundgarden and Tool is. Oh, no, is, but... everybody goes through moods where music, to me, is fluid. Right. It's what you're in the mood for. Sometimes when I'm in the car and I'm uh, going down the road, I'll just throw on my liked playlist and I'll, I'll pull up a song or that... Uh, Brings me back to old times or old memories, or I wanted I wanted a little something new. Yeah, speaking of uh, speaking of new, I, I swear, do you remember the band Flyleaf? Yes, I swear, I think they're coming out with a new album. Oh, that's awesome! I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that they're coming out with a new album. I don't take that for for fact because I, I don't want people to be like, "Oh, you're a dumbass. You don't know what I'm talking about." Uh, especially after we've been criticizing like people for calling you know knife holsters, <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, I, I just I read that somewhere and, I, and I'm not sure if it's true, but if it is, that's cool because I, I liked Flyleaf. I thought they were a pretty cool band. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. They are they're a good band. Um, well, let's see. Uh, we we could talk about upcoming movies, but there aren't any. Uh, uh, <laughs> everything's been pushed back. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think you have Netflix. I don't have Netflix, but the Transformers War for Cybertron Netflix series is coming out, and I think it's three days now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we've got Amazon Prime, but I, I can't get my wife to stop watching stuff long enough for me to watch. I want to watch The Boys. <laughs> I do, too. I and, do, too. Yeah. And I, real, I really want to watch that, but I haven't had a chance to. And yeah. the second season's coming out. Uh, a lot of people don't know this. They probably don't... Uh, I'm good friends with a gentleman, you know who I'm talking about, Lowell mm-hmm. Cunningham. Yeah. Uh, for those of you out there who don't know, Lowell Cunningham created Men in Black. Uh, it was a comic book series before it was the movies, which, again, a lot of people don't know that. But Lowell Cunningham is a great guy. He, uh, he We talk a lot. 
and he highly recommended the boys. He said it was fantastic. Oh, so, there you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm Lowell is like us. You know, yeah. He's and I don't mean this any disrespect. Lowell's a big nerd like we are. He loves comics and he loves well, these, movies. These days, nerd doesn't have the connotation. It's not a four letter word anymore. No, yeah, no. But uh, yeah, he highly recommended the boys. I haven't watched it yet. I need to. So I mean, if Lowell says it's good, I'm going to be like, yeah, okay, I got to watch that. Well, speaking of Lowell, what do you think of comic books? Uh, I mean. We could, do, we could do a whole episode on comics, but I, I, I've comics have driven me out. Comics have totally. I mean, I, I, I say I don't I, even I, read the the synopsis of comics anymore because to me it it's lost what that magic it used to have. When yes. when we lost Stanley, that was the last vestiges of the old comics. I, it, it got bad before we lost Stan. It really did. And, and and I have respect for for people who are trying to keep comics going. Like uh, McFarlane is doing his best. Um, I know a lot of people are going to crucify me for this one, but uh, Rob Liefeld is a great guy. I, I think he's trying his best to keep things going. Yeah, he's got a new project with uh, with GI Joe. He's doing a Snake Eyes. Oh, okay. Uh, series. That's cool. uh, um, Frank Cho. I mean, the whole Frank Cho issue, we could go into that. I think I told you about that where he left DC over them yeah. cropping his covers and shit. I, you know, but no, I mean, I, I don't, I, I never was a big DC comics reader. I've read some. I always liked Teen Titans. I always liked Batman, Batgirl, yeah. stuff like that. Uh, but Marvel was always what I read the most. And it was mainly X Men and Spider Man. So I know a lot of X Men history. But I, I keep up somewhat with what's going on with Marvel right now, and I just I don't even want. It's gotten to the point where I don't even want to watch the Marvel movies because Marvel is doing such dumb shit. Well, do you think comics are running out of steam? I think comics are running out of steam. I think, but I think the big problem is is not really the comics themselves. I think it's the people in charge of the comics. I think it's the people writing the comics. And, and they're pushing agendas. And that's what all comics have become is propaganda. It's it's not about fantasy it's anymore. It's not about, you know, oh, I can relate to Peter Parker because as we've said before or you've said before, you know, you know Peter Parker's taking pictures at the Bugle and he's trying to get home for Thanksgiving. Oh, he forgot the cranberry sauce. He's got to go to the store, and then all of a sudden, the fucking lizard attacks. Yeah, you know, and, and there's drama. There used to be drama in comics because Peter. The best example is I think it's Stan Lee's example. Peter Parker has to go to store A to get Aunt May's life saving medicine, but the Green Goblin has hostages. So he has what does he do? That moral dilemma. That that's drama. Right. That's excitement. Right. And the way Marvel Comics used to be written was you could put yourself in Peter Parker's shoes. Everyone reading a Spider-Man comic could think of themselves, at least while they were reading that book, as Spider-Man, as Peter Parker. Or even the Hulk. Yeah, right. I mean, as the uh, all the Hulk really wanted to be wanted was to be left alone. Exactly. And he kept being put in these situations where he, where people were around and where he had to defend people, and and uh, you could you could identify with the X-Men because if you were an outsider or an outcast see and that's what kills me about modern Marvel is they've forgotten all this shit especially with the X-Men because the X-Men have always been about marginalized you know, groups yes and inclusivity you know you know bringing people in they're the outsider I mean that was the whole analogy of being a mutant was being black 
or white or gay or Hispanic or Japanese or or a Martian or whatever the fuck you are, the X Men had a handicap. Or... Right? Yeah, being in a wheelchair. Yeah. I mean, they're leaders, handicap. Whatever you are on this planet, the X Men got you covered. Yeah. You know, but they they no, they have to force this shit now. Okay, Iceman's gay. Nothing against people being gay. I don't give a shit. We, we've said this before. If you want a gay character, create a new character who happens to be gay. Don't create a gay character. Yeah, don't don't make that be their defining trait. Okay, like exactly. I didn't have a problem when they made Northstar gay because Northstar was kind of, and I don't mean this with any disrespect. Northstar was kind of a C list character that people had forgotten about. And they brought him back into the forefront, took him out of Alpha Flight, put him on the X-Men, and he just come out and was like, I'm gay. But they made him interesting. Exactly. It's like, it wasn't his character. He just happened to be gay. And everybody's like, oh, oh it was a okay. It was a progression of the character. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that worked. That, that was fine. There was no problem with that. But, you know... 1964, Jean Grey going to run around in Iceman's head, man, like, oh, you're gay, you just don't, you just don't realize it, you know? Like, really, really? Yeah, that to me, that's kind of a disservice to to gay people because apparently you can flip a switch and all of a sudden you're gay. <laughs> I was gonna say, if I was gay, I'd be offended by that shit because it is, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, it's not true. I'm big on true to the character. Exactly. People people say, well, you don't like it because. They, I didn't like it because they changed the race of Domino in in um, in, De- in uh, Deadpool two. Agreed. Didn't didn't when I watched the movie, I, I was entertained by it, but it bothered me that they Domino wasn't black. Right in the well, comics, she was actually albino in the comics. Exactly. You know, and and, and I will say this um, with all due respect, I, I didn't like the fact they made her black because again, that's just not her character. But with all due respect, and I can't remember her name, the the, the woman that played yeah, her did a fantastic job. Yes, yeah, she did. She was great. She was fantastic. You know, I would have preferred that they, they instead of using Domino, they had created an all new character. Well, here's my question: since we're getting off on on Deadpool, because you know I love Deadpool, um, Vanessa. Yeah. When are they going to make her a mutant? When are they going to reveal her as a mutant? Because you know, in the comics, she was a mutant. I don't think they are. I, I don't. I, I think there's there's a couple ways they can go about doing this. Um, you know, she's dead in the Deadpool movies. Is she? Well, that's that's my point. I mean, the Weapon X project could bring her back or have saved her. Blah 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 blah. Actually, did you watch the credits? I did watch the credits, but I don't remember the. Uh, Take you remember Cable's time travel device? That's was right. Only yeah, because the, the Hitler thing. But Negasonic repaired it. Yeah, that's he, right. He yeah. actually went back and stopped that from happening. You're right. Spoiler you're right. alert. Yeah, uh, the movie's old now. I'm sure if you haven't yeah, seen, you haven't it, seen it, watch yeah. it. Come on. No, I forgot about that. You're, you're absolutely right. But um, I mean, it was kind of cool in the comics because you know there there was a, there was a point where Vanessa wanted to kill Wade. There was a point in the comics where almost everybody, everybody wanted, wanted to kill Wade. Kill Wade. <laughs> and, then, and then there was the one if comic where Wade killed everybody. Yeah, so, I mean... Um, yeah. Uh, to me, comics have lost their fun aspect. They, they have. People they, have forgotten movies, TV shows, comics. At one point, that was the best description. It was escapist fantasy. That's it. You escape what what is the reality of your world and all your pressures. It's like what my criteria for a movie that I mentioned. If I go into movie A and I watch movie A and I walk out, wow, I was entertained and I forget about my shitty life for a while. Guess what? 
Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. That's escapist fantasy. But you know, and, and there's a difference between like I can go into a movie, or I can read a comic, or a book, or whatever, and there's always going to be some cringy parts. Oh yeah. So if I go into a movie, for example, and I see a cringy part, I'm not going to be like, okay, this movie sucks. I'm going to watch the movie. Now I've got a ratio here. If it's like good versus cringe if it's like all cringe i'm like okay yeah that was that was definitely not worth it you know there's a difference you 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 have to take the good and the bad and that's just, and i don't want to get into this right now because we got another episode we got to do all about star wars oh yeah but i think that's where the fans of star wars have taken it a little too far because i will say and i don't know if you'll agree or not the new trilogy there was some cringe in it there was there was some stuff in it that just you sit back and you think about it and you're like i really didn't like that but overall, they weren't as bad as people say they were. No. They, they really weren't. No, I, I don't think so. I, I enjoyed them myself. There was, I, there was some stuff I didn't enjoy. There was some stuff I did enjoy. So, And I, and I will say, I'll say the same thing about the new, the new trilogy that I said about the prequel trilogy. And it's kind of interesting that I say this now that I think about it. Out of the original, out of the, uh, not the original, but the, uh, the prequels, in my opinion, episode three was the best. Yes. Revenge of the Sith was my favorite. And once again, fans are going to crucify me. I honestly think that the third one in the new trilogy was the best as well. No, oh, I agree. I, I think Rise of Skywalker was the best out of all three. And the second one, I just, I, I was kind of, eh, whatever. But anyway, I mean, that's, that's, we kind of went all over the place on this, but we're just having fun. Oh so. yeah, that's that's what we're going to do on this podcast is have a lot of fun. Um, wrapping it up, got to ask you this. Oh, okay. I see that look in your eye. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I've only got one. Oh, <laughs> well, you have two. You just kind of yeah, yeah, can't see how to work. Right. <laughs> okay, but here we go. Yo, yeah, your recommendation for. Guilty Pleasure Movie of the Week. Oh, shit. Uh, I think I'm going to start out with a classic. Okay. Uh, and you're probably going to say, oh, shit, you beat me to it. Uh, because we both love this movie. It is definitely a guilty pleasure. It's an old 80s movie. Uh, I'm going to say The Legend of Billie Jean. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> I knew it. I told you. Oh, that. you bastard. <laughs> Okay, okay, my mine is I'm gonna since you got dirty, I'm gonna get dirty. Okay, right. I'm going with dirty work. Ah, oh, shit, yeah. I'm going work, with dirty yeah. work. If you haven't seen Dirty Work, it is a fantastic comedy. It is really underrated comedy. If if you liked Joe Dirt, you will like Dirty Work. Oh yeah, it's and it's not just because they have similar names. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I think some of the writers worked on both movies. I think they probably did. I There's think Fred all, Wolf worked on both movies. The comedy is very similar. Uh, Dirty Work was very underrated. Yeah, uh, and, and it was kind of flew below the radar. And I always loved Norm Macdonald. Like on Saturday Night Live, back when it was oh, good. Yeah. Back when it was good. Like uh, I love Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller doing the Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live was just the best for me. You know, when, when he left, I was like, okay, it, it, they're going to cancel that segment. It's, it's not going to be good anymore. And then they got Norm MacDonald to come in. I'm like, holy shit, Norm MacDonald is he's just as good as Dennis Miller was. He had that dry comedy He about did, him. and it was it, so good. It was fantastic. Yeah. It really was. But yeah, Dirty Work, fantastic choice. We both love that movie. Hello, real cops. <laughs> okay, and uh, one last thing. Okay. What song would you recommend? Oh, uh, like I said, I've been listening to a lot of Audio Slave lately. 
and my phone's going nuts. Uh, I, I would, yesterday to tomorrow by Audio Slave. If you haven't heard it, it's one of my favorites by them. So I'll ask you the same question. Give me I'm going to go with Moss Eisley Rap Show from Word Burglar. If you like Star Wars, you're going to smile. There you you're going to love it because you can't listen to it and not smile. Something for the fans there. Something yep. for the fans. Well, we're going to conclude this. I uh, hope you all liked it. If you did, let us know. And we'll keep doing more of these. Um, you know, fairly easy to do the podcast. I, I enjoy doing the podcast. Oh, it's yeah, a lot more laid too. back than being on camera. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep doing this if everyone likes it. And just let us know. And um, we'll, we'll see you next time. See you next time. And, and good luck out there with your, your toy collecting and your comic collecting or whatever you collect. And, and remember, it's not the amount of what you have, it's what you have and what it means to you. You don't have to have 5,000 figures to have no. a good collection. You can have five figures and have a good collection. And that's that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, it's what it means to you. Yeah. Uh, that That's the best way that, that either one of us could put it. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, folks, have a good one, and we will talk to you next time.